0: Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Please like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. And don't forget, each weekday, 3 to 7, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Make sure you tune in for the Charlie James Show for more fun and more stuff. The events that have been happening in Israel over the past couple of days have been nothing short of horrific. The images that we saw of uh, these uh, members of Hamas storming into Israel were stomach-churning. The absolute, total disrespect for human life, um, really frightening and eye-opening. To see these people paragliding into this concert, a concert for peace, by the way, they, they used their paragliders to land in there and they just indiscriminately started shooting and killing people, taking people hostage, kidnapping people, and then the people that they killed, they paraded their bodies around in public. their're defiled bodies, by the way, around in public. There is no, zero, no justification for any of this, for any of it. But you're seeing a lot of people in the mainstream media, that I saw somebody, I think it was MSNBC. Of course it was MSNBC. What is what is Israel's responsibility in all of this? I mean, really, what were the actions of Israel's actions for all the, no, my no, my ass. No. No, no, no. That, that is that is a moot point. When you parade bodies around in public the way that these people were doing, when you kidnap children, women, and the elderly, no, there is, there is no justification. None. Zero. This was an act of terrorism. Pure and simple. Nothing more than that. And it continues. So what was the White House's response? <clears throat> or what did the White House say that Israel should do? Well, they sent out tweets actually calling for restraint. That's right, restraint from Israel. Do not retaliate, Israel. What I know, you've got you've got hundreds of maybe you know, thousands of people uh, that were that were indiscriminately murdered in the streets. But please do not react. Well, guess what? The White House has since deleted those tweets because they realize exactly how it looks. It's. Been really unbelievable. Billy has. You've got pro Hamas demonstrations going on all over this country. You even had one uh, down in Tampa this weekend. You had people celebrating this. You had people dancing in the streets and clapping and chanting and cheering and having a high old time because of what happened in Israel. That should tell you everything you need to know about those people. So how did our um, resident in the White House respond? What did he do on Sunday? Well, hell, he did what any president would do, right? He held a barbecue. That's right. It was employee appreciation day at the uh, White House. So Joe Biden, instead of being an actual damn president, threw a barbecue for the employees of the White House. Oh, that's lovely. And then today, I'm recording this on Monday, by the way, and then today, Joe Biden put a lid on any activities starting at noon. Good Lord. When the world needs a leader, you can absolutely count on Joe Biden to go hide under a rock. Speaking not of a rock, but Iran, now you got to sit back and wonder, hey, 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 how much of this $6 billion— that we sent to Iran was used in these attacks. Oh, no, all of this money. This money is not going to make it. Uh, it's not going to be used for terrorism. This money is, oh, it's their money. We're just releasing. Remember all of that bullshit that they, uh, that they put out there for you? Because that's exactly what it was. Iran has now declared victory after their proxy, the Palestinian terrorists, slaughtered hundreds of Israelis. Israelis. Understand that. Iran has now claimed victory for this. So how much of this was actually funded by that six billion dollars that we released to Iran? Probably a great deal of it. Notice they couldn't do a whole lot until that money was released. And then once it was released, bam, they struck. Wow. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. But you have to admit that this has a, been a pretty monumental intelligence failure, by the way, not only on Israel's part, but also on the part of the United States of America, because we're supposed to, uh, ins- to share intelligence with each other. However, I guess our intelligence community was just too big rigging elections or uh, looking after, uh, keeping an eye on MAGA Republicans to actually do their damn jobs and go after actual terrorists. No, they're looking at you and me, you see. So meanwhile, while they're looking at you and me, guess who they're not looking at? Hamas. They're not looking at, at, at these people. They're not looking at Hezbollah. They're not looking at all of these uh, terrorist organizations. No, 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 no. You are the biggest threat. Remember, they've said that. Remember in the red speech, Joe Biden said that uh, MAGA Republicans, I'm paraphrasing here, but MAGA Republicans are the biggest threat to this country. Really? The biggest threat? Well, I don't think so. After what we've seen in Israel. So now you've got to wonder. You've got to wonder also this. So we know that some of the $6 billion that Joe Biden and his administration released to Iran were used for this attack. But what else is out there? What else is out there floating around? Well, now we're hearing that some of the missiles, some of the equipment, a lot of that stuff came from Iran. A lot of that stuff came from Iran. But we're also hearing that some of the weapons could have come from Afghanistan. Now, remember what we left behind in Afghanistan? Remember all of that equipment that we left behind in Afghanistan? The ones that General Milley decided it just was not economically viable to leave behind. I'm talking about 22,174 Humvees, 634 M1117 uh, uh, personnel carriers 155 max pro mine proof vehicles 169 armored personnel characters uh, carriers 42,000 trucks and suvs 64,363 machine guns 8,000 heavy trucks 162,043 radios 16,035 night vision goggles, 358,530 assault rifles, 126,295 pistols, 176 pieces of artillery, not to mention 33 MI-17 helicopters, 33 Blackhawks, 43 small helicopters, 4 C-130 transport planes, 23 Embracer EMB airplanes, 28 Cessna 208s, 10 Cessna AC-208 strike aircraft. How about that? How about that? All of that was left behind. Would it surprise you if these weapons and munitions were actually used in this attack on Israel? So I just laid out for you all of the ammunition and equipment that we know of that was left behind in Afghanistan. But there's maybe an even more disturbing story out there. And that story is that some of these arms that were used in this attack on Israel actually came from Ukraine. That's right. Ukraine. Now, we're waiting on absolute confirmation of this, but some sources that I'm reading are actually saying that, yes, there is proof, there is evidence that some of these arms came from Ukraine. And you have to wonder, why was it that the Democrats in this administration, you have to wonder why they were so adamant about not tracking every piece of equipment, every uh, piece of ammo, every single one of these things that we're sending over there. They don't want to track them. They don't know. They want. They they don't want to know where they go. They don't want to know where they end up. They want no audits whatsoever of our money being used appropriately, and they don't want any audits of our military equipment that is going over there. Um, make sure it's u- being used appropriately. They don't want to know. I guess out of sight, out of mind, right? But that's what we've got right now. It is. It's infuriating. And like I said, this whole time, Hamas hasn't been the, the, the main target. It hasn't been Hezbollah. It hasn't been ISIS. It hasn't been uh, the Taliban. It hasn't been all of these groups. No, it's been you and me. The Make America Great Again crowd. We're the greatest threat. We're the greatest threat. Listen to what Mike Pence Actually said. And then, uh, paying six billion dollars in a ransom, uh, for hostages, I, I think set the conditions, uh, for this unprecedented terrorist attack, uh, by Hamas against Israel. But I also believe this is what happens when we have leading voices like Donald Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Ron DeSantis signaling retreat from America's role as leader of the free world. I, look. Wow. I don't really think Mike Pence understands what the America First movement is about. It has never been about America only, but is is about America first, that we have to protect ourselves. And I don't think we're doing a very good job of that right now. Certainly this administration isn't doing a very good job of it because we have actually let over three hundred and fifty Afghanistan, quote unquote, refugees, across our border and well wasn't even across the border we just flew them in on a big c-130 we brought them here and these people all have markers for ties to terrorist organizations what Uh, excuse me you're actually importing terrorists into this country yes that's exactly what this administration did imported terrorists into this country. Oh, don't worry, folks. Oh, we're nothing to see here. We'll keep a close eye on these folks. So meanwhile, you've got uh, 50,000 Venezuelans coming across the border. You've got folks from all over the country, even according to Mayor Eric Adams. Eric Adams is saying he's seeing people not just from Central and South America crossing our border, from all, from all over the planet, Russia, everywhere, crossing our border with the blessing of the united states government with their blessing see the whole thing about america first the whole thing about the maga crowd is to make sure what happened in israel does not happen in the united states but for that for that sentiment we get vilified we get called terrorists we get called the evil ones when actually it couldn't be further from the truth. I don't think Mike Pence, like I said, I don't think Mike Pence really fully understands what to make America first, uh, the, what the, the MAGA crowd is all about. Again, we're not America only. We're just America first. And right now, the way things are going with the, the, the amount of money that we have sent and spent over in Ukraine. By the way, Joe Biden already looking at another one billion dollar package. And in fact, I think it's even more than that. I think it's a, 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 an astronomical number that they are looking at. Let me just check here real quick. Um, yeah, one. Oh, oh, one hundred billion dollars. Joe Biden is looking at sending to Ukraine one hundred billion. It's amazing. It really is. We are going. Do you think we're going to be able to fund our own war if somebody attacks us? Do you think if all of a sudden Russia decides to attack us or China decides to attack us, do you think we're going to be able to fund our own war? Hell no. No. Not at all. We are absolutely broke. And they just want to keep spending more and more and more and more. And now they're going to be calls. They're going to be calls for spending, uh, doing uh, aid packages to Israel. Now, folks, I support Israel. I really do. But this is something that Israel should have been preparing for all along. They should not actually need a whole lot of funding or a whole lot of help from the United States. After all, we send them a lot of money every single year. So hopefully they have prepared for a situation exactly like this one. But how much are we preparing for? How much? When when is the call going to go out to terrorist cells all across this country? And you know they're here. You know we've got terrorist cells here. When is the great call going to come out for them to rise up against American citizens? When that day comes, it will be a very sad day for America. Because this administration, these panty-wasted liberals, have depleted our military to a point where I don't know if we can adequately defend ourselves. I really don't. That's what Make America Great Again is all about. about. It's not about isolationism. It's not about us versus the rest of the world. It's about us, then the rest of the world. And these people don't understand that. I do think... We will have to fight on our own soil. I really do. And that will be a sad, sad day. I hope we're ready. This is the Checkpoint Charlie podcast.